What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Hungry for Success podcast. I'm your host, Michael Phelps. On this episode of the show, I talked with Jeff, who's completely changed his life and lost over 200 pounds. He's also found a passion for running. He started with 5Ks, moved up to 10Ks, finished a couple half marathons, and he's moving on uh, to doing a full marathon soon. He's also been on a mile streak, so he runs a mile a day every day, and I think he said he was on uh, day 205. So when you think about um, commitment and consistency, you know, that's a pretty good example of what it takes to lose 200 pounds. So there's a lot to take away from this episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. Here it is. Here's Jeff. Jeff, how's it going, man? Good. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. I really appreciate you being on the show. Uh, I've seen, been following on Instagram. Your journey's crazy, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm, it's it's definitely mind-blowing and still one that it's kind of hard to imagine, but it's definitely the decision I would never second-guess again. <laughs> but if you don't mind, uh, can you just give the audience a little bit of background on your journey? Yeah, so in, I mean, it really started in, well, I had weight loss, so I had gastric bypass um, in 2017 in December, so I'm actually coming up on three years in a couple months, Um, and the decision to get um, weight loss surgery was one that I struggled with for a long time. because I think we've all been in that situation where it's like, you hear it, you get all the complications. So I had high blood pressure, I had high cholesterol, um, I had sleep apnea, so I couldn't even, like I was so overweight that I couldn't even sleep. You know what I mean? Like that's how how bad it was getting. And then in, in the um, spring and summer of 2015, my wife and I found out that we were having um, our first child so then I'm like, then now I have to be around, not just for my family and my wife, but now we have another responsibility. So I kind of, that summer was like brutal because all I can think of was like, am I going to be there? So I actually had like really, really bad anxiety. And it was all based around like thinking I had all these health conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, so even when I, even when I was a big guy, like I liked to be active and, um, I, I like, I tried to keep up all my friends were really big into the sports and stuff and they weren't all bigger. I mean, so I'm there trying to keep up with them at 350, 400 pounds, trying to run these races and stuff. And, um, I'm obviously, um, from New England, I live in Massachusetts, big New England sports fan and my brother and I signed up to do this 5k where you run around Gillette Stadium and you finish on the field so it was like sweet get the run through the tunnel I'm like this is sweet so my brother and I did this it was great it was hard I mean I was probably over 400 pounds at the time um and um so we finish and we're going home and on on my drive home I started getting like wicked like palpitations and like in my mind like I thought I was having like heart issues that's what kicked off like a summer of just thinking I was gonna have a heart attack like I it was like crippling I was afraid to drive like I couldn't work out like because it just got really in my head so eventually like my doctor's like, she's like, we've done the tests and stuff. She's like, your heart is fine, but you're headed down a bad path. It's like, you're, you have a lot of issues going. She's like, have you ever thought about weight loss surgery? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, but I always thought I could do it on my own. And um, this wasn't the first time she brought it up. So I was like, you know what? Maybe I should take a look at it. So she gave me the number to the hospital and the weight loss center. Um, it was actually out of UMass, which was their 
pretty big um, hospital school and the presentation they gave was amazing. And I just really decided, you know what, like, I think I'm going to do this. And mm-hmm. it was tough and it was a process. Like you, you have to do six or seven um, months of just learning how to be healthy and showing that you're ready to make this decision you had to meet with all these specialists because it's life-changing you know what i mean not only for the positive side with weight loss but like i'll be on vitamins and stuff for the rest of my life but i'd rather be on all these supplements rather than um, medication so so that was in december of 2017 um and then just from there, I just started trying to push myself. And mm-hmm. um, I've always joked about how, like I said, I've always liked to be active. And as I started to lose weight, like the the true like inner me was like unlocked. Because it's like, okay, now I can do all this stuff and not struggle. Like at my heaviest, I would be winded walking around um, where I used to work. Um, where now I go and run 20 to 25 miles a week Hmm. for fun. (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) So, yeah, it's wild. Yeah, so how how big were you at your heaviest? My heaviest recorded because um, obviously once I decided to make the decision, I I wanted to make healthier habits. And the first Mm -hmm. doctor's appointment was like five or six weeks after um the initial orientation and granted i wasn't really trying but my first appointment i was 435 pounds and currently i am i think like 225 so it's like over 200 pounds lost yeah i mean that's like 210 pounds man that that is a a extreme amount of weight to lose so before one thing I'm interested in is like, so before you had the weight loss surgery, had you tried like different diets and different ways of eating and lifestyles, I guess, to to try to lose the weight? Yeah. Um, I was always like trying. So like I always joke and because we did like, I've done weight watchers. I've tried like going like the low carb, no carb kind of stuff on your own. And, Mm -hmm. and I had like mild success, but, it's i mean i've i think the most i lost on my own was like 75 pounds once but still i got to like 315 and i just think i remember thinking like i've worked like for eight months and i've done well but i'm like i'm still over 300 pounds like i felt it just felt like an impossible task so because it obviously slows down eventually and then Mm -hmm. it just got to a point where it's just like is this even gonna be doable you know what I mean? Like, so, and then you just get in your head and you end up gaining back 80. And so, you know what I mean? So it would always be that like 25 to 50, then you gain back to 50 or so. And it was just like this vicious cycle. Um, yeah. So, I mean, when you have, like, when you have 200 plus pounds to lose, I can imagine that looking at that goal is just overwhelming, you know, and can be uh, extremely discouraging. Right. Uh, but one thing yeah. like I'm interested in, in in that is like, you know, I've talked to a couple other people who've had weight loss surgery and, you know, like it, it really is just another tool in your bag. Like you use the tool, but that doesn't change like your eating habits or the mental side of things or your activity side of things. So, you know, you had lost that 85 pounds before, you know, on your mm-hmm. on your most successful try, and, but put that back on. So what's the difference like with you keeping it off now? as opposed to then because there has to be some sort of change right yeah and it, i've actually been thinking about that a lot because obviously with weight loss surgery they they tell you because of the nature of it like the first year to 18 months is like the golden period it's where you're going to have like the most restriction and like like you said it's a tool because there's days where i think it's like you know what i used to eat all of this and you take bites and it it keeps you in check but that's really all it does and the longer you go out the more you have to keep yourself in check mm-hmm. so so that restriction part i think it just allowed me 
the time to realize that it was doable. So like once I got to my goal and I'm like, this is, this is me now. Now I can be active and make these healthier choices and all that um, stuff to keep it off. So I think that's really, for me, like it, it clicked in my head. It's like, so I'm not so nervous and anxious about, am I going to lose the weight? Now it's okay. It's gone. It's not coming back. Like it's just like that final mentality shift that this isn't a diet. This is life. Like I'm not, I'm not doing this to appease a objective. Like this is just who I am now. Yeah. It seems like when you have that 12 to 18 months where you like physically can't eat more, you know, that's like an opportunity for you to build those habits and like learn portion control and that kind of stuff because um, physically, you know, you're restricted. So I think if somebody can take that time, build good habits and, you know, reinforce those habits, then in the long run, they might be, they'll be good, but you can see where somebody might can gradually eat more and eat more and eat more and just go back to their old habits and, um, you know, over time gain the weight right back. So it's not like it's a quick fix, so to say. Yeah. And I know, and I, I hear that all the time. And actually I, I've heard it in person about how people are like, it's, it's like, Oh, it's easier for you or, um, all those kind of things because of my surgery. But at the end of the day, like like you said, after the further out from surgery, the the easier it is. The restriction loosens, and you have to keep yourself in check. Um, I mean, it's still there. Like I could definitely still have eyes bigger than my stomach. Um, but um, I think for me, the the fact that I enjoy the the exercise, I've I've adopted that lifestyle of making better decisions i mean obviously we're all human and i i indulge from here and there but it's not an everyday thing it's not um, what it used to be um, it was a big like kind of like a s sneaking kind of eating where i'd like stop at the convenience store after work and get just garbage and eat on the way home kind of thing and i mean i, I don't do that anymore like so yeah, so that's one thing. That, that's one thing that I talk about as well as, uh, you know, it. I think it's good to have a, like a secondary motivating factor. So like for you know you, you find your why right, and so like for me, um, you know the reason why I want to be healthy is for long term health reasons, right? I want to live longer for I'd be around for family and friends and all this kind of stuff, but that is delaying gratification. That's playing the long game, right? And that food is that instant satisfaction. Well, my secondary motivation is like, I want to perform well in the gym. I want to perform well at jujitsu. I want to perform well at all these things that I do. And so I know that, you know, if I eat some donuts in the morning, like I might not perform how I want to, because um, mm -hmm. I haven't had my protein and correct carb source and all that kind of stuff for my workout at the end of the day. So I think when people, um, fall in love or find a passion in like a sport or a physical um, exertion hobby during their weight loss journey, it can really provide another source of motivation. Yeah, I totally agree. And that's, I mean, that's exactly how I feel. Like, like it's, you can have, like, obviously I, like I said, weight loss for me now is to be healthy, to be there for my kids and to give them the opportunities. Like, I remember when my son just started crawling and moving and walking and was just like trying to get winded, trying to keep up with them. It's like, this isn't a life. Like, I don't want him to see me like that. Um, I want to be able to run around and do sports with him and all this other stuff. Um, but like you said, I've, I've like, I've always liked running, but now it's like, an, not obsession, but it's just like, to say that I am a runner and not feel weird. Like I remember me being big and I'm like, no, I'm not a runner. I'm just whatever. But like now I consider myself a runner. Um, like I said, that running group, um, that I'm at. And like you mentioned, um, Denise, that's how we, uh, initially met was through a group of people. She was interested in running and she saw that I did a lot. Um, 
but there's there's a few of us in the group who are um, doing like a running streak. So we've when um, the pandemic basically hit and everything else was closed, we're like, you know what, we can still run. It's like we like to do it anyways. So we made a, a goal. It's like, well, let's do at least a mile. Let's see how many days we can do. Yeah. Um, and as of today, we're at um, 205 days. <laughs> With no end in sight. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's it's, uh, it's what you call consistency for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, some days it sucks, but um, and you just got to get it in. But for me, running and working out is just my biggest stress relief. Like I don't, I don't want to turn to food anymore. It's like, you know, I had a really long day at work. Um, I'm a, for my job, I work with um, special needs students with severe disabilities. So some days it's really, really tough. And rather than like going to get junk and, or anything like that, it's like, you know what, I want, I need to go run. Um, yeah it's a really good um mental outlet you know like something where you can just go put in the work break a sweat and you know just exercise your mind and your body um mm -hmm. you know for me personally it's a huge stress reliever yeah. yeah it's just i look forward to it and everyone at work thinks i'm crazy um because a lot of the times i get dressed at work and just go and run off and they're like you're really gonna run it again yeah, <laughs> like, yeah every day um so pretty funny. even even the kids will see me come back and they're like how many miles did you do today <laughs> so you're at 205 days in on a streak and you know that is consistency have you learned any lessons from that as far as like mindset you know like the days that maybe you don't want to get off the couch maybe you don't want to run that mile uh have you learned anything from that since you started i think the biggest thing during this whole streak is that like that I, I can like just what my body can do. You know what I mean? Like I always say like, Oh, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that, but just to show that I can go out there and, and listen to what I need to do to make it work. So, um, but I think that, and the fact that just that shift of like, we're doing this kind of thing. It, it kind of, it almost feels like, um, Kind of like back when I all started and I was trying to learn all these different new diet aspects. It's like now I'm putting that like focus and hard work into exercise. It's like, okay, like this is like planning out the roots and like making sure like even like checking the weather. It's like, okay, am I going to go in the morning? Am I going to go in the afternoon? Like, is it going to rain? It's like, so just having that like focus, I think is, it's been neat but this is definitely then the hardest i've ever pushed myself so i think it's really neat to see kind of just what i'm capable of i guess without sounding yeah, too much yeah. of an egomaniac <laughs> no i mean what i find with a lot of people who i talk to that have gone down these journeys is their their confidence um increases exponentially just because you know they can when they feel like I can lose 20 pounds. Like I've done that. Then they feel like if I can lose 20 pounds, I can walk a mile. If I can walk mm -hmm. a mile, I can jog half a mile. And then like, it just builds, like it's contagious and builds and builds and builds until people end up doing this, you know, extraordinary stuff and go for a run streak of 200 plus days. You know, like you don't, you don't hop out of your bed at 400 pounds and go for 205 no. days on a run streak. Right. So no. the more you do, it, the more it builds. Yeah. And I, and that's how, I always tell people like, cause with running, there's so many stats that people get lost in the numbers and people do that with weight loss. Like they get focused on a number of pounds up or down. It's like, like, but how do you feel? Like I'm at the point where it's like, I might go up or down like five pounds every given month. It's like, I have that kind of fluctuation, but I've been in the same range for almost two years. And um, I'm more proud of that than the fact that it's like, Oh, I lost 200 pounds. Like I've kept it off. Like I've never been able to keep it off. Yeah. Um, so I've stopped in my diet aspect, looking at all the night, the numbers. And I tell people when they're interested in the, into running and they're like, Oh, but I'm going to be so slow or I'm going to do this or I'm going to be this. And they get focused on the numbers and the time and the distance. It's like, just do it. 
Like all you have to do is just get up and go. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how fast you are. Uh, and I tell people all the time, it's like a mile is a mile. It doesn't matter if you did it in eight minutes or if you did it in 16 minutes, you still went the distance. Like, yeah. so you can never take that away. Yeah, you still put in the effort, right? Mm-hmm. So how, how did you get started with running? So I know you did the 5K, but so I guess I mean mm-hmm. more um, like the the plan, like did you have a plan, like one of like the Couch to 5K app, or did you um, just sign up for half or a 5K and, and go after that? How did you, what would that look like for you? So after surgery, obviously you, you got to take it easy. So I started with just walking. So I would, my goal would go to the gym. Like I'm going to just walk on the treadmill for a half hour and like, until I can physically start to do more. Um, so as I was on the treadmill, it's like, you know what? Like, let's see if we can I jog for a minute. And that's literally how it started. And I tell people all this all the time. It's basically kind of like the couch to 5k. Um, that's a great program. Um, I've known people who think it goes too fast for them and they feel, and it kind of ends up discouraging them. Mm-hmm. So I, I love the idea of intervals and that's why I tell people all the time. It's like, just even if it's 30 seconds at first, it's like, so you're going to jog for 30 seconds and then walk for two minutes and then jog for 30 seconds, walk for two minutes and do it as long as you want. And literally that's how I, that's how I started. I would set interval speeds on the treadmill um and be like okay we're gonna do this for a minute this for two minutes and then after a couple days where i felt kind of good it's like you know what we'll see if we do a minute and a half and then so i just started slowly increasing the the running time and decreasing the walking time and um and then when i started to feel real good it's like you know what it's been it was like three or four years since I ran a race again because of everything that happened. So I'm like, I'm going to sign up for this real cool 5k. It's a in the water. So that became my goal. Um, and then when I hit that, it's just, it was where it's at. Like I've, I've been, obviously the streak is the streak, but the last two years since I've really gotten into like where I am in my mind is my healthy form kind of thing and um, I've been running a lot and just up in the ante so I went from a 5k it's like okay let's see if there's any cool 10ks and did a couple of those and then um I signed up with a, a family member to be like hey you know what I've always wanted to do a half marathon and I never thought I could do it um so in 2019 I did my first half marathon and later that year I did another. (laughs) So, um, it's crazy. This actual weekend, which the whole meaning of it was actually supposed to be me and another friend. We're going to do, um, a marathon. So that's my next, my next. I was going to ask if there's a marathon in the future. Yeah. I'm thinking next year, I'm definitely going to try to for it. Um, And an ultra after that or, yeah but it's like everyone's like everyone's like you just can't stop uh i used to be in a running group um back when i lived in connecticut and this guy said um he basically says he has a i'll never do that list he's like i'll never do a 5k i'll never do a 10k and then he does them all (laughs) well i mean i'm kind of that same way i i said that i would never ever ever run a half marathon and i did do one um Mm -hmm. i would say I'll probably never do one again. <laughs> I did. I did not. I did not enjoy it. I mean, I I did on a bunch of five Ks. I've done one ten K half marathon, um, but you know, running is just not my thing. I I definitely applaud people um, who can do it because it's a different, it's a t- different type of mental toughness. Like, um, you know, you just have to be there, kind of in your own mind, grinding that out for you know, hours at a time where, you know, like in weightlifting, you know, I'm competing me against myself or jujitsu, I'm competing me against another person, but it's for short periods of time. Whereas when I ran that half marathon, it's literally just me in my own head for two hours at a time or however, however long it took. No, it's, it's definitely a, a very mental aspect. And I think that's why so many people get discouraged because they're like, I'm never going to be able to be good at this or I'm never going to be able to do that because they just, they get in their head. So 
I always try to encourage people and just say, you know what, just sign up for it, try it. Um, and who knows? And just, just focus on you, like how you feel, how you're feeling and nobody else. Yeah. Because I I mean, when I started running, I was doing 16 something minute miles and everyone's Mm -hmm. like, I'm so slow. It's like, you're so fast. It's like, no, it's called training. Like the streak has improved my, my pace and my times. Like I've never even thought like I would ever see like the numbers that I run now, like I'm just like, who is it <laughs> kind of thing like but because i started there i started as a person who would get winded walking you know what i mean so yeah like you said to think that okay i'm gonna go run for two hours straight it's like what <laughs> yeah exactly it's a it's a terrifying thought if you're not um you know if you're not an in-shape person or if you're not a runner you know you could be in mm-hmm. really good shape but just not be a runner two hours of running it's still a, a terrifying thought And, you know, I think one thing that we're kind of talking about here is like, it's the same with diet and in nutrition as it is with this, like people, when they start, they want to be able to go zero to a hundred, right? They want to get out of bed and go for their first run and be able to bust out five miles in a respectable time. And that's just like, not how it works. It's just like people who jump onto a diet and they want to be like talking about like, their macronutrients and meal timing and carb cycling and all these different things. And it's like, maybe let's just eat some whole foods first and then figure that out. Like as we go. So people definitely go to that zero to a hundred real quick. It is. And I think that's, I know with, for me, I think that's where the weight loss surgery kind of, kind of helped because it, you had to introduce healthy foods slowly um things are different the portioning like the force portion control kind of thing like yeah it it prevented you from focusing on okay what do i need to do like where there's so many other things you need to worry about it's like i i am still horrible at hydration like i need to get that but at the beginning it's like oh you need to get this in because you're not eating anything with anything so Mm -hmm. um like i had reminders on my phone just like hey you just got to go drink something and it's just that that aspect of just reworking your brain to understand like this is life now and i think rather than focus on that short term like instant gratification with losing like you want the people who see it as a lifestyle and not a fad or a diet are the ones who have the long term success like i think that's from what I've seen from what I've read, like that's, that's the shift. Like when you can look, look past the short term gains kind of thing. It's like, okay, this is the long haul. Yeah. And I mean, there's, it's an, you know, it's kind of an overused quote, but I think it's very true. It's like um, you have to fall in love with the process or you have to fall in love with the journey or like whatever you're doing now, you should enjoy it because if that's what you're doing to lose weight, if that's what you're doing to stay healthy, like it's not something you can quit. So, you know, for me, my process, my journey has been, you know, eating foods that I enjoy with, you know, a set amount and training hard, like doing jujitsu and lifting and stuff like, and those are all things I enjoy and that's what keeps me healthy. So really falling in love with that process is how you make it a lifestyle in my opinion. It is. And it's, and then that's, like that's what it is like you have to love what you do and it's like it's like the old saying it's like if you love what you do you never work a day in your life like if you love diet if you love exercise it's not work like i mean there's people who are like oh i don't want to go to the gym and there's people who say oh i don't want to go to work it's that same mentality so it's like find something that works and that will give you success like you don't you don't have to love cardio you don't have to love weightlifting it's there's so much stuff out there. Like just move. That's all you gotta do. Move your body. Even if you're just walking around, you know what I mean? Just because it'll add up. And then yeah, I mean, eventually maybe you'll do something else and you'll do things you never thought you would ever try. So. Yeah. You might hate running and find a passion in tennis or, or mm-hmm. bicycling or whatever, you know, whatever it takes to keep you active and going down the right path. Um, but we get on this topic and I've really enjoyed it, but I want to go back for a second 
to, you know, kind of the start of your journey. So you find yourself at over 400 pounds. Like when you look back, how did you get to that point? It's tough. Like, um, I was always like the big kid, um, growing up, like, um, I know in my family food was big. Uh, it's, and I think since having surgery, you kind of realize how much like food is in just ingrained with celebrations. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It was big in my family. Like just, yeah. we're going to eat all the good food and celebrate all the great things. And I wasn't super active. Um, as a kid so i became the bigger kid i mean i was probably 200 something pounds in middle school you know i mean I, I probably weigh what i weigh now as a eighth grader <laughs> yeah you and me um both. yeah so it's just like <laughs> to think of that it's like damn like but um so i kind of just like you grow up with that mentality like it's like this like the stereotypical like i'm the, the funny fat guy in the group you know what i mean like yeah. and, it plays on you. I mean, it's, it took a toll. Like, I mean, I had like, my family's great. They've been, they're super supportive. Like I had a really good, good life. Like I have two brothers and super close to them growing up. And, um, I think food was just, uh, release from myself. You know what I mean? Like I was bullied at school and made fun of for being overweight and all that kind of stuff. And, I don't know. I think it's tough with guys because, like, we're just we hold it in. Like, you don't talk about that stuff, right? So yeah. it's just. I think I just turned to just the candy and the sweets and just all the the bad food. I mean, I I know I really started gaining weight more when I could just go buy it myself. Like, yeah. I mean, we had big family dinners that were crazy, but it really took off in in high school and after high school. Um, just when you're in charge of making all these horrible decisions and it's like, well, you know what? I'm going to just go to McDonald's for breakfast and lunch today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can, I can drive. I got money. Um, I was working this like, retail. It's like, well, it's a way to pay it living at home. And I think high school is kind of really where I started to get big and in college and obviously you start getting in alcohol and that kind of stuff. Like I used to really indulge in beer and mm-hmm. those liquid carbs catch up with you real fast when you're eating on top of it. You know what I mean? So yes, they do. Um, but I know when I, when I walked into that room and she said I was four thirty-five, I was like, damn, like I never thought I would be over 400, almost pushing four fifty. Like it was wild. Like, yeah, part of your story that, you know, sticks out and I think like happens to a lot of people, especially some of the people that I've talked to, is that when you struggle with like either depression or bullying or anxiety, you know, you go through your day worrying about stuff like you worry about making a mistake that a boy's going to pick up on and make fun of you for or you worry about because you're depressed or whatever. And then it's just it's right back to that instant gratification of like, I've been upset. I've worried all day. I've eat this food and I feel good like my mind is not on this bully picking on me you know and Mm. and then once you know maybe then once you get to high school you know you have those issues and then that's what makes you feel good is you know the food tastes good I'm not I'm thinking about it when I'm eating and not about all these other problems I have and I really think that that gets a lot of people that way yeah and it's and it's wild because I mean I totally agree. Like it's, and it was probably so crazy. It's like I was big on like maybe have breakfast and then I wouldn't eat again until dinner time. So now you've starved yourself all day and now you're just like I'm just gonna eat everything in sight because I just didn't think about it. It was weird. Like I would go through the day and not be hungry and then get home and not stop eating. You know what I mean? Like I was one of those guys. And but it's definitely it's very true the fact that like you just want that short term like right now I just want some Reese's and that's all that matters right now (laughs) so how does a how does a typical day of eating now compared to um before you had your surgery 
I mean, a typical day now is I'm big, especially with the weight loss surgery and, and the restriction is I'm, I try to be like protein heavy. Like, um, like what I've started from since surgery started, like I love coffee and I do like the classic get a protein shake and mix it in my coffee. So you don't get any of that extra sugar and stuff, Plus you Mm -hmm. get all the protein. So that's, I, I have that almost daily during the week when I'm working. Um, and then just, just trying to eat as much kind of whole clean food as you can. Like I do a lot of the cooking, so that's kind of easy for, for my family and try to stay away from the junk. Yeah. I think, uh, when we were going through all the dietary stuff, like, they're like, just focus on the perimeter of the store. Don't go in the middle. All the fresh stuff's on the outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, so do, do you eat any like specific way as far as like low carb, high carb, uh, anything like that? I mean, based on my diets, it's a low carb kind of diet. It's I've had obviously more with I'm running. Like I, I need to eat more. So I think in my mind, like if other weight loss surgery patients saw how much I eat a day, they're probably like, man, like you eat a lot, but I'm also doing hour plus running every day so like yeah. my body just needs it you, need, um, you got a high calorie expenditure you need to yeah you want. um so there's nothing that i like strictly follow mostly because i'm, I'm just a very big creature of habit <laughs> so it's yeah. like i've i've had this like rotation of like meals and snacks and all these other things that know that makes me hit my protein goals and makes me hit my like where I want to be calorically and I kind of just roll with that like I said the first year like I tracked everything and like everything that went in um and I almost kind of got like burnt out a little bit from it which is Mm -hmm. it's but like I said I've just I've I have this just rotation of stuff and I think in my mind it makes it seem not easier but like it just it makes me um feel more confident. like okay like i don't the scale's not moving which is good in any direction and i'm not killing myself trying to make sure that like am i going to go over or am i going to go under in my goals and stuff like that so i do want to do more like i need to do more of again that that this group that i've been connected to um where it's just like the biggest source of support because they all get it and we're all trying to kind of get back um, in check but with the whole quarantine stuff but um i don't know but if, i mean if it was anything it was it's the low carb high protein um you could say like like the dirty keto per se because it's it's lots of protein filled snacks and meals yeah. but I still like carbs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like carbs as well too. And I'm I'm a creature of habit. I eat pretty much the same thing. Um yeah. every every day, all the time. And it that that does not bother me in the slightest. People at work like see my meals and they're like, Are you seriously eating that again? And I'm like, Yes, and I will be eating it tomorrow as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of cool the school I work at. Um so yeah, it's with kids with um this really rare um, genetic disorder and it actually revolves around food like their their brain is wired where food is everything so like Hmm. the biggest issue health complication besides the um, genetic stuff is factors from obesity because they will literally eat until they kill themselves um so we are in a food secured environment and all their meals are prepped and planned ahead of time and they're all on a like 2000 calorie based diet per day. So like they get breakfast and lunch and as teachers, like we can eat with the students. So all the meals I get provided at school are healthy options. <laughs> it's like it saved my, that's kind of like what really helped with the whole like, well, this is already set. I just got to come up with dinners and like, I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's really a nice tool to have. Right. I mean, it is. It's, it's it automatically it's been, built it's in. Nice. Yeah. It's like, and, it's perfect. and also like, I mean, with their struggles with food, um, 
I'm sure you uh, losing this weight and like kind of being an example of health is, you know, a good um, thing for them as well. Yeah. They, I relate to them more than I think they never will ever comprehend. Um, this has been, a, I've, I've been at this school for a year and, but I've been in education forever. Um, and it was just funny because my old um, school I used to work at is where I was when I went through the whole process. So um, there was times where former students would come back and visit and be like, that you <laughs> it's like it's like damn you lost a lot of weight <laughs> i'm like yeah i had um at one point i had a co-worker come up to me concerned he's like are you sick <laughs> he's like is everything good like you've lost a lot of weight i'm like no this is good <laughs> but yeah. it was it's it was it was nice the support i've gotten from family friends um and online now has been amazing like i love the meme that goes around and says you'll never get more support from a person you've never met <laughs> but it, but it, it's it's amazing like it's um it's been wild it's and it's why i i started the whole social media aspect it was i know when i was thinking about surgery and looking at different options and i saw some guys in the, in the weight loss community and who had this like crazy success. And I was like, man, it's like, if that could be me or like, could you imagine if I could do that? If like he did that. So that's, that's why I wanted to do it. And in, in the community, there's not a lot of guys. Like it's mainly, I think mainly because there's not a lot of guys that do it because we're just dudes. And I think as a poor aspect on society, I think it's easier for, a male to be overweight in the culture than women and that's why they go more um with weight loss surgeries a lot more women involved because i think they have so much added stress and pressure by society that they take those actions where guys are like well i'm just gonna be the funny guy <laughs> yeah yeah you can live your whole life i have a, I have a great personality <laughs> yeah <laughs> So now, so I think that's why I wanted to just show like other guys out there. It's like, Hey, like if this is what you, you need, use it. Have you received others, any like hate online? Any negativity? Um, not really. Um, I know one time, like the only hate I got wasn't from like anything I posted. So, um, I did a Spartan race with a few buddies at Fenway Park again. Big, a lot of any reason to like do something in a stadium. It's like I'm game. So um, we all signed up, and um, the buddy I ran with actually started getting healthy again because of seeing my progress. He's like, "Man, you're just crazy." It's like I'm even pushing me to drive to get better. So we all did this Spartan race at Fenway, and my buddy actually reached out to them because it was the second time I was supposed to do it. My wife surprised me like seven years ago, it was 2013, I think, um, for a birthday present. Be like, hey, you're going to do a Spartan race. You've always said you want to do it. It's at Fenway Park. It's going to be crazy. And I had like crippling anxiety that I was going to get severely hurt. I'm like, I was almost 400 pounds. I'm like, I can't do this. Like, I'm going to die. Like, <laughs> like I legit might die. Like, so I actually ended up not doing it. Like I, I told my friend I backed out and I felt bad. It's like, I just can't do it. I think I said I was like, sick. I'm like, I'm, I can't. So my buddy contacted the, the Spartan race organizers and be like, Hey, this dude's lost over 200 pounds coming back. Like redemptions. Like we're going to do this shit now. And, and I'm like, okay. And the Spartan race organizers actually reached out to me and did like a little um, post on their um, on their page saying like, "Hey, check this dude out," um, which is wild. But on that picture, I mean, they asked for my story, so I said how I had weight loss and stuff. But on that picture they posted, there was a couple people that's like, "Oh yeah, anybody could lose weight when you get surgery," or like, "This isn't that big of an accomplishment." And but I've never received any hate personally. Um, I try to lay low. I, yeah, I, I just, mean, I, I, I do it as like my own reminder to myself. It keeps me in check. Um, with the streak now, like 
I've had this weekend has been crazy with the whole running group coming out here and we just been I just hanging out having fun it's the first time I met most of them in person which is wild they flew in from all over the country um uh, there were some out in Texas Ohio uh, Michigan it was forever Denise was actually supposed to come but the border got closed <laughs> oh yeah so she goes she's she's stuck in canada i'm like you want to be up there so stay up there <laughs> it's safe in canada you don't want to come down here you don't want to but, come um, here so it was it's it kind of sucks that she wasn't be able to come out with us but um i've had people post their uh, comment the last couple of days because my, my runs have been slow to post they're like did you run today is it over? Is it <laughs> it's like, don't over? say it's over. <laughs> yeah, it's like, don't say it's over. It's, it's like, cool hey, that people good. are following along. Yeah. Yeah. I said, that's kind of why I changed. I recently changed my Instagram handle. It used to be uh, bypass, um, like weight loss surgery journey, um, bypass Jeff weight loss journey or something. And like, I love the journey I had and I love documenting it, but I'm, I, it's like I've shifted my mind like I'm not on a journey anymore like my life isn't just weight loss surgery it's like right now I'm more focused on running so that's why I used to, I had a, a hoodie and the saying that I always life is living my best life so it's like that's why I did a play on that with running my best life because that's what I'm literally doing I'm running and trying to be better every day kind of thing hmm. so that's why I kind of I changed my perspective on it for social media but and i took down my name and i put i think it's all up in my pace my friend and i we were <laughs> used to joke because when you run every day along the same routes it kind of gets boring so i started um just taking a minute to like kind of just enjoy everything again mm -hmm. uh, another positive i think from the whole covid situation that just try to take um for granted what we have so now i try to like stop and um as i run try to see some nice pictures so i i do the views for my run every day so is, i've gotten more comments on that than any weight loss posts i posted that people just like seeing the break in six like in the world you know what i mean it's not pot it's just like, these are just nice pictures to look at yeah i mean how cool is it whenever people you know people come up and talk to you that um, have been supporting you through um, your weight loss and you don't even really know it, you know, like just for example, I was at a, a wedding, you know, last night and a bunch of people I hadn't seen in a long time. And they're like, Hey man, I've been keeping up with you through Instagram, like your journey's inspiring and, you know, really keep going. And then there's uh, my friend Jamie was like talking about, um, you know, his favorite episodes of the show and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And it's, it's super inspiring. So I'm sure it has to be the same for you where you've built this community through your weight loss or through your running, um, your running mm -hmm. community and you have, you know, a following on social media, that whole thing. It's, it's a pretty cool feeling. It is. Cause like at the end of the day, like I don't, I don't feel special and I still feel weird. Like when people are like, Oh, I have guys message me and be like, Hey, I've been thinking about weight loss surgery. Do you have any pointers? Or I've been thinking about running and, and so to see like them as how I was you know what I mean like this yeah. is like I, it's it's just it's nice and it's humbling like I, I just like I I don't feel special I don't think but I know it's hard like it's it's I'm not gonna lie it's hard like it's this didn't happen on its own you know what I mean and I was actually so hard on myself my doctors used to get so mad it's just like hey it's like it's like you are doing the work like the tool is a tool mm -hmm. like you can have the you can have the greatest luxury car in the world and if you're never going to use it and it doesn't matter you have it <laughs> so yeah. it's like you i had this opportunity and i wanted to make full use of it and so my doctors used to be like give yourself credit he's like i've i've done this surgery and people have lost 50 pounds um he actually told me like like you are why we do this like you are why i started this whole movement someone who is dedicated determined and it's going to change your life he's like this is why i do these surgeries it's like it doesn't work for everyone some people struggle even with it and it sucks and 
if I can help anybody kind of like get back on track or take that first step, like I, I'm an open book. I think it's amazing. I, I've had, I've had people, um, in my real life, like are seriously considering it now. Like they're like, wow, like you've been so successful. Like this might be worth doing or, and it's just, it's, it's nice. Cause it, it keeps you going. It's like, you know what? Like these, this is good. These people enjoy it. These people are appreciative and it's just nice. Well, man, you are definitely uh, hungry for success, brother. You're, you're killing it. You're killing <laughs> Thanks, it man. Um, so kind of, you know, I think this is a good time to start wrapping this thing up. One thing I ask all of my guests is if you could give, um, the listeners one simple tip that they could implement in their weight loss journey to help them out, what would that be? Um, be your own competition. That's my, that's like what, I live by if you start trying to compare yourself to anybody but yourself, it's just going to lead down a bad path. So with running with weight loss, it's like, are you better than you were yesterday? That's literally all you should focus on. Yeah. 1% better every day. Yeah. And it's like, I like, I am my competition. That's it. I don't, there's people faster than me. There's people that have, maybe lost more weight have been more successful i don't care and i think that when i stopped focusing on others and just focused on me it was a huge relief you know what i mean like it's not like it's drive you to push you so i think that's what i would say awesome man well tell the uh tell the listeners where they can find you on social media so I am on Instagram and it's running. So at running my best life, I think 13 because the other ones were taken apparently. Um, I'm an open book. Like if anyone has any questions about weight loss or, or anything, like feel free to reach out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. Another episode of the Hungry for Success podcast in the books. Uh, big thank you to my guest, Jeff, for being on the show and sharing his story. Um, definitely some inspiring stuff to take away from this episode. Be sure that you guys check out the Instagram page at Hungry for Success Podcast. Give that a follow to stay up to date for all of the content. And uh, make sure you guys stay hungry and have a great week, and we'll see you next week.